amount of shit they're releasing now, like all these the old Neo Geo ones. Every time you blink on Xbox. Do you remember when we like thought they were good on. because they were expensive? Yeah, I know. Well, they keep coming out now, and it's like, oh, can here you go, you can own this old Neo Geo game, just just twenty quid. Like, well, no, it's it's garbage. It's and, But I remember reading Edge. Yeah. And then, like, there'd always be a few pages of Neo Geo reviews, and the screenshots always looked not bad. Yeah. But the price of the carts were always like a hundred quid. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous prices. Like, what the fuck is this thing? Oh yeah, yeah whatever happened to that? Front cover of Edge. I sent you that remember that little hand controlled thing with the teenage engineer and Oh with the crank yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I, I mean that's probably only six weeks or two months ago, but I've already completely forgot about it. I don't yeah. know what it's called anymore. I joined their email. Yeah, I remember thinking I want one of them, and then two days later, I forgot it existed. So. No, me too. But um, it also doesn't, I don't think it comes out until next year, right? That was the point. Yeah. I think it comes out in January, and then the one machine is going to have 12 games, one released every month. Yeah. You just get them. You don't have a choice. Yep. That's the end of that. Done. <clears throat> and then uh, they literally release a new machine. And that will have 12 games. Mm. And I believe all the games are included in the price. I can't remember how much that price was, but I believe the early bird was like $140. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. No, no, it seemed reasonable, you know. I say that. I mean, it's got an OLD screen and a crank. I mean, there's not really got much to it, frankly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be like buying one of them uh, old Nintendo flip games. Yeah. I'd be willing to pay 140 quid for it. It seems a little extreme. Oh. Saying that, Donkey Kong. Oh, so good. On that little flip. Awesome. Yeah. Do you know how I know? Shockingly. Yeah. My sister Nick, my sister that you've met, owns it still. Right. <laughs> and it works still. Mm. And she mm. loves it. I had Snoopy Tennis. She won that then. Yeah. Actually, Snoopy Tennis, I remember being very good, but uh, other than the, uh, the, when you think of the mechanics behind the game, it doesn't make sense. Remember that one? No, I guess he, it, you're hitting Woodstock of, back and forth or something. No. no, you're at the bottom of a tree, oh. and I feel like Woodstock is firing tennis balls at you, but from four different heights, and you have to climb the tree and hit them back. But I, by climb the tree, I mean you push up and you're yeah. one branch up. Yeah. And you push up again, you're another mm. branch up. They don't explain how you <coughs> climb, you're just there magically, because, <laughs> you know, LCD screen. Yeah. Um, I remember being very good at it by the end, because funny enough, it's all you had. <sighs> you know, like how I knew every word to All Borough Kings by uh, Doggy Dog, because at one point it was the only CD I had. <laughs> Not only, Fair. but no. you know what I mean. Yeah. When <sighs> I was a ute, <sighs> all our CDs were either my parents... Records into tapes into CDs were either my parents or my sisters. Mm. So, and we didn't have any money. So I didn't really get CDs. Yeah. It's like, if it wasn't CDs, but it was um, having terrible taste in music. Obviously, all my um, albums or anything back in the day were just movie soundtracks. 
Um, I mean, that's not a bad thing, though, right? Well, it was. Well, we'll wait until I finish this thought. <laughs> then okay. you'll go. Because oh, one of the over-listened to albums back in the day was the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles album. I have that on vinyl. Yeah. It's about somewhere. And the only track I remember on it is uh, 9.95, but I can't remember who sang it or what it was about. What about the one that goes T-U-R-T-L-E Power? That was, was that that was, album? Yeah, it was like a number one hit. Wasn't that neat? Um, that was uh, that was for the movie. Was it the first movie? Yes. You sure? Yes, 100%. You know how I know? Because yeah. I own it. What you and yet again, by the time the second movie came out, I was too old for the turtles. I didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, yeah I didn't have the soundtrack for the second one. I definitely went to the cinema to see it. Also, there was a... I didn't. Like I said, I didn't care. <laughs> but you're a youth, you know, <clears> with your... your, your you were... Internally youthful. That's why you liked Pokemon at an old age of like fifteen. I or liked something. it because it was a good game. It no, was no. really well made. I'm not. I'm like you, you. always say it like you're defending yourself. I love the fact you're you have an inner child. It's fine. <sighs> Just I had an inner old man. <laughs> Fair enough. I was like, fuck that. Oh. It looks like Zelda and Zelda's piss, which is insane because I love Zelda. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and eliminate the the new Zelda game that's on Switch or whatever. Mm. Fucking hate it. Everyone's going, oh, isn't it wonderful? It's not. It's pish. Um, Breath <laughs> of the Wild. Breath of the Wild was much better. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. Am oh I no, not the... Was that? Did that come out like three years ago? And oh, everybody just lost track. Older. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, the new one, Gareth, is new. The old. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of the one that came out a while ago. The new, new. Oh. Uh. Talking about new, right? Yeah. After I decided that I had no money, but I was walking around HMV anyway. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to allow myself to spend £20 on a record if I want. Ooh. Guess what? There's not one record in HMV I wanted. All right. Jesus. Okay. It's very unlike me. Oof. It's like, what's happened? They're all shit. <laughs> or they oh. were ridiculously expensive. Yeah. That Nine Inch Nails album that I was going to buy a very long time ago, uh, we reviewed it. Not the actual events. Yes. It's only getting more expensive. Like, in retail. Yeah. It's 30 quid. It's an EP. It's got five tracks on it. Yeah. Do you expect me to pay that? Because I'm not. (laughs) No, fuck that. Especially as at the minute I have Spotify. I need to find out when my Spotify re, uh, re-ups, because I'm right. not paying it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I don't mean to be scum, but, you know, I only... When they say, oh, please try another free month, I go, okay. And then I go into my PayPal and instantly <laughs> delete it, so next yeah. month it doesn't come out. Because I've already done that with uh, Netflix. They offer me a free month, and I'm like, cool. I've been wanting to watch that... Um, I watched it yesterday and I've already forgotten what it's called. The uh, Randall Park uh, rom-com that I was talking about with Keanu Reeves. I literally talked about it, if not last week, the week before, because it's literally on an episode we edited yesterday. Uh, I edited yesterday. cannot remember what it was. um, Yep. Neither can I. Yeah. Anyway, it was enjoyable. And at one point I was... (laughs) I was watching it much like I do anything when I don't have time, which is half-assed and occasionally on fast-forward. <laughs> so I don't need the, I don't need all the story. It's fine. I'm busy, and I was shooting through it while doing other stuff, and then realised I was crying 
to a film I was basically watching on Fast Forward. Mm. So oh, I, I, th- I don't think this has anything to do with the movie. All right. There's something else going on here. There must <laughs> oh, be. Dear. Well, it's one of those days, you know. I remember crying when I watched Vanilla Sky in the cinema. Oh, I never saw that. Um, you know, it was a remake of Los Hombres Okay. They, they say it 5,000 times like that in that first movie. All right. It's what's her name? The other crews. Penelope. Penelope, yep. Yeah. She's even in the remake, but she gets to speak English. <laughs> no. That's uh, Vanilla Sky has the most upsetting uh, moment in film history, and by that I mean just something uh, so flagrantly frank. The first time I heard it, I was taken back, which is uh, what's her name? Cameron Diaz is in it. Yeah. Um. And she's like a friend slash fuck buddy of Tom Cruise. And at one point she just screams, what are you talking about? I swallowed your cum. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, she's talking like a sailor. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go to the cinema this week. I'm going to go. <laughs> That's not like you. I know. I've been, trying, I've been trying to go every week, but I didn't go this week because I really didn't give a shit about Men in Black. Um, that must be something better. Well, than I was Men in Toy Black, Story yeah. four, but then I still not watched three because I say I've, <laughs> I've only watched like the first fifty minutes and I find it far too upset and go, oh, "I'll watch you later," and just never have. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan went to see Toy Story four, mm-hmm. and his kind of sort of very short review was. I don't normally cry at films, but this one can got me, and it's been really good or whatever. So, can yeah, I'd no, I'd no doubts it was going to be good. Mm-hmm. But if it made Ryan cry, yes, yeah, I'm not seeing that in public by myself. Well, you know, I saw, <clears throat> I've seen all three in the cinema, so I no doubt we'll see this one at one point. But obviously, I can't think of who said it, but they they were saying like you know. Toy Story is like like a workplace comedy of sorts, right? Mm-hmm. So you work in the work, you know, you've got your yeah. job and you've got everything under control and then the new guy comes in and he moves things about a bit, right? Yeah. And then the next one is what if you're poached? You know what I mean? What if you're tempted to go somewhere else but then you've got that feeling of responsibility to the place you're at? Yeah. And the third one is what if your company dissolves, basically, you know, and you free wheel and end up working at like a startup, like a small yeah. startup. And the fourth one apparently is like, in, continuing this metaphor, is like a ret- like retirement. <sighs> I mean, I saw the bit with Bo Peep, you know. Yeah. Well, Bo Peep's in one and two. She never turned up in three. All right, yeah. She's back in four and she's like, like a ninja in a cloak. <laughs> right, okay. I'm living sure. in a fairground. Mm. So you're like, okay, I mean, that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean. But I said this week, I am going to go and see Spider-Man on Thursday. Because I have to. You're waiting? For, oh, because you're off Thursday. Yeah. I was like, you're waiting till Thursday. It's only Thursdays that I do anything. It doesn't have to be. That's really depressing. Uh, no, but I just... spend two to three hours when I get home from work doing whatever I want. Otherwise, you don't have a life. Well, I do, but... I tend to go like like to be sort of sleeping by about twelve, so I can't really do that with cinema because the first showings are like ten o'clock. Yeah, but then you start working <clears> like <throat> ten at night. 
Yeah, but I like to get up early. Just well, sorry, I like to sit home and do a couple of things like when I go home in the morning. Uh-huh. But then I also like to get up and do a couple of things before going to work at night. Otherwise, can I don't want to just get up and go straight to work. Then why don't you go to sleep early, get up earlier, and go to the cinema in the afternoon? Because there's people there in the afternoon. I don't want to go first I mean, thing in the, the morning when there's no one there. nights is, well, it's tough fucking shit, isn't it? I mean, I know we're both going to die alone now for some bizarre reason, yeah. but I don't, I don't go through life alone. It's unhealthy. Well, that's, that's fine. You do you, dude. Uh, I'm not going to fucking bother with it. It's fine. <laughs> Unless you start growing your hair, in which case I'm going to shave your head. No comment. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. Uh, I'm just saying. Do what I do. Cut your own hair. Uh, that'll look worse for me. I've got no technique. You learn through doing. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's, that's it's, true. You're, it's uh, almost as if you've never met me. It's, it's true. Your skills at podcast editing know no bounds. Oh. Next year, we're a decade into recording this podcast. Not into yeah. releasing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, but then what, what, something recently, we hate movies. I think was was like we're coming up on ten years, and you're like, "How hey, you started after us?" Yeah. <laughs> when we started listening to them, they had like five episodes. Yeah, and like, we definitely were releasing was it stuff. The hand and uh, yeah, uh, wired. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, the yeah. hand is all that matters because yeah. it put me onto a classic. Did I buy that for you? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely won that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic, man. should probably buy Shock to the System as well. Get a real Michael Caine double bill. They did that quite early on. Yeah. Right, that's the only problem. Right? I, I, I was about to say I love We Hate Movies, which is not true. I listen to We Hate Movies. <laughs> I tolerate it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's the same with anything. Once it goes on long enough. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know... I love the McElroys. I don't listen to any of their shows anymore. Yeah. Like, not one. I kind of have them as a backup for when I'm at work and I'm not in the mood for anything else. I'll then quickly like stick on one of theirs. Same like um, Comedy Bang Bang. I've kind of done the same with that now. I don't listen. I couldn't tell the last time I listened to one of them. But if I really run out of things mm-hmm. that I think, oh, I can't be bothered with any of that, I'll Pick a random... Yeah, no, I, I, I tend once going. a month to every, like, two months go through the back catalogue and pick one or two. Mm. But, um, no, I still like Ackerman and all that. I mean, uh, yeah. I listen to the latest Are You Talking R-E-M Re-Me, right. which is very good. Because the thing about Ackerman and uh, Scott, Adam Scott, yeah, is that they... <laughs> Is that accidentally, because their level of fame, maybe that's a strong word, but I suppose Adam Scott is in Big Little Lies 2 right now, and people mm-hmm. love that show. Is that called Big Little Lies 2? I think it is. I think they're treating it like a movie. I'll take your word for it. You know, the no. it's the Reese Witherspoon, Meryl Streep. Um, Never heard of it. Twin Peaks, you know, what's her name? She's in everything. I love her, but her name's gone. Laura. Laura Dern. There you go. Yeah. She's in there. Um, her from Not the Hunger Games is in it. 
Not the Hunger Games. Uh, Divergent. Remember her? Oh, okay. Can't remember her she name. She was the but daughter in like the that George Clooney movie in Hawaii we watched in the cinema. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? Yeah, she's in it. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is in it, and they're you know their wives and you know well, what was that George, and they're lying. What was that George Clooney movie again? The Descendants. Yeah, I want to watch that again. Mm. Written by uh, written by the Dean from Community. Isn't that insane? Mm. I think it was. Around about that time, I think we had a pretty good double bill in the cinema there, because didn't we see Moonrise Kingdom roughly the same time as well? Yes. Yeah. That was a good month or so at the cinema. Yeah, no. Occasionally things fall into place. Yeah. I still haven't watched Isle of Dogs. It's sitting on my Xbox. I bought it because it was on sale. I got it for two ninety nine. Bargain. And I've, yeah, I've never switched on yet. I think part of me is going, I really want to watch this. How will my dog react to <laughs> the dogs on screen? So I have to wait until she's not in the room, I think. Because mm-hmm. that could be annoying. I don't know. I mean, I, I loved... The, th- the thing is, I don't know why I haven't watched it. Because I loved the fantastic Mr. Fox. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people were moaning about like cultural appropriation with the film. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there, it really is true. Because all of the Japanese characters are voiced by Japanese people. Yeah. And not subtitled or anything. Yeah. And then, admittedly, there is one white girl, I believe, who comes into it to help basically (laughs) understand what humans want. You know what I mean? Who understands both English and Japanese. Mm -hmm. And I think that's Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Who accidentally is quite bad at cultural appropriation, right? With (laughs) Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. And that that movie she was going to make where she was playing a trans person. What the fuck was that again? I don't know, it was about, it was a, she was going to be in a, it was called like Rub and Tug, and she was going to be like a trans masseuse. Uh, would you see the, um, there's some photos from Black uh, Black Widow movie? I mean, I saw some uh, photos, but I, I would not class it as newsworthy. No, but I just saw a couple, I was like, oh, there you go. Though I, I like, what's her name? They've got Florence <clears throat> in there, which is cool. I can't pronounce her name. She played Paige in that wrestling movie that came out recently. And she also is, I mean, possibly going to die horribly in that Midsummer Wicker Man-like trailer that keeps playing with Cheedy. That does come up a lot. Yeah. Cheedy, the boy from Transformers and (laughs) Transformers 4. Get it right, Gareth. What What was the subtitle of that one? I'll ever remember Revenge of the Fallen. That wasn't that That was one. two. Yeah. That was the one where Mike Patton played that dog with big balls. It's the only thing I remember about that film. At the end, <laughs> there's an awful big transformer made of like ten transformers. And it's just drawing like a pyramid. Oh, yeah. And it's voiced insanely by Faith No More's Mike Patton. <laughs> but if you remember, he used to like voicing things that aren't human, right? Yeah. Like The Darkness. That video game. Yeah. Yeah, he did the voice of the actual darkness. Oh, yeah. And he did the voice of all the vampires in that I Am Legend movie with Will Smith. Which what? I don't think I've ever seen, but part of me tells me, uh, part of my brain is like, you definitely went to see that. Yeah. Why have they not remade or remastered the darkness and put it on Xbox? I'd buy that. I remember that being very enjoyable. Yeah. Strange tentacles coming uh, out. Yeah, I liked, as I say, I liked sticking people in the tentacle. Mm. It was good. And then throwing them at other people. Yep. Yeah, make that. I love that. 
Oh. You think porting things would be easy, but apparently it's not. Well, they'd be doing it a lot. There's a lot of things that just suddenly appear. Like, remember the um, the Assassin's Creed, where you're the Native American guy. I mean, not at all now. Oh, they. I thought they were all set in Rome. <coughs> so it's no, they remastered that one, put that out. Um, which I thought, well, that's interesting. I might buy that. And then I looked and went, "Do you want to download this? Because you already own it. Because apparently it was part of the season pack for one of the other Assassin's Creeds. That I okay. Got. And I was like, oh, okay, free game. And it's actually better than the game I want to get the season pack for. So I was like, yeah. Okay. I really want to watch that Assassin's Creed movie. Cause, yeah, I listened to the blank check. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I might actually have to see that thing because I'd avoided it like the plague thinking it was going to be terrible. Yeah, but like how excited Ben was to start with. Yeah. You're like, well. I mean, you know what I watched recently because of Ben's love of movies? What is it? Clifford. The Martin Short is a child. Oh. You never heard of this? Oh, I, I think Go I, back right. I remember they seeing, talked about it, but I didn't. I, wasn't I remember seeing the trailer when I was a child. Going, this film looks amazing, and never finding it. And it's because it went straight to video in this country because it was yeah. awful, right? That didn't stop me. Not anymore. <laughs> I found a oh. copy of this film. It, I don't even know what you would call it. Uh, it's it's barely a movie. Yeah. I mean, however short it was. When they finish making it, right? They have to bookend it like the Princess Bride. So Clifford is played by... Clifford is, is a 10-year-old boy yeah. played by 40-year-old Martin Short. Right. Right? And they just obviously make everyone stand on boxes. Yeah. Right? But it is intercut with bookends of Martin Short in the year 2050 as like a Franciscan monk. Mm. Trying to stop orphans escaping his vineyard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? So, and also, it doesn't link into the plot. It just cuts back occasionally, like he's Peter Falcon, Princess Bride, right. and the pirate Roberts at the same time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Also, it literally in the last ten minutes, fifteen minutes, yeah. I feel like it literally. Becomes Charles Grodin in hell and Martin Short is the devil. I mean, I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck is going on by the See, end of that film. One of the other things for, I've got from uh, listening to Blank Check is that I need to watch uh, Mars Attacks again. Well, yes. Because I I had it in VHS. I got the X rental. And I, <laughs> I watched it once and went, oh, it's fine. And just, that's about as much as I thought about it and then listen to them talk about it go I think I'm missing out and I need to watch it again and pay more attention me and uh, back in the day in the OG flat in Aberdeen yeah. we got it second hand in the video store you know for like three quid yeah and because yet again it was one of the only videos we had we watched it all the time and it was it started out as going that's right. and by the end you're like this is the best film ever no. Which happened with a lot of films, including Roadhouse and Showgirls. Yeah. We had a real <laughs> awful selection of films in that house. Oh. I mean, Roadhouse is brilliant, but only for how bad it is. I've never seen it yet. So. Uh, you know, it's that one that has the beautiful line, um, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. Calm down, bad guy. <laughs> no. That was Cameron Diaz screaming that at someone again. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And we're back. Cheese. Oh, no, too soon. We're back with another uh, episode of Batman. Yeah. Um, I'm already. I've already forgotten which one it is. It's the uh, Batman. It's the 108th episode, season three, episode 14, Catwoman's dressed to yeah. kill. It's a little strangely worded, right? In that this one, I don't think an episode has ever been called like a plural. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Well, that's a lie, because obviously the last one alone was Joker's up. But maybe it's because she's not called the Catwoman, and usually she's called the Catwoman yeah. in this thing. In this thing well, called Batman. It's also the fact that... um, What? Yeah, because obviously we're dealing with a, a different Catwoman, but she's the same Catwoman. Yes. Because um, it's Eartha Kitt instead of Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. Because she was busy filming McKenna's Gold. That classic we all remember, as uh, uh, even though we don't know if it's a musical, play, TV show, or film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, just, I, just, I wrote a quick note. Is, um, it starred Gregory Peck as Sheriff McKenna. Oh, Omar, you're going to taste my ring. Omar Sharif as John Colorado. You're going to taste my cocaine. And Telly Savalas as Sergeant Tibbs. Which I'm guessing is he's voicing some sort of cartoon cat because that's definitely Sergeant Tibbs definitely sounds like something you would call. What was Omar Sharif's character name? John Colorado. That's so American for Omar Sharif, right? Well, I I haven't looked into it deeply, but I'm thinking this is possibly he's possibly playing maybe it's like a Native American or something because John Colorado sounds like something they might call. Oh no! But I, I haven't looked into it, but I suspect. Well, he's not playing a white man. We know that much. No, so. exactly. So I suspect <laughs> he may be playing Native American. But I, that is just speculation on my part. But I didn't want to look too deeply. Here's the thing. Yeah. Right? We haven't got anywhere, right? We're deep yeah. in this. People are wondering, are we ever going to talk about the episode? And the answer is no. <laughs> no. Why should we? <laughs> what do you give us? Literally nothing. Yeah. Pain. That's what you give us. Yeah. Ugh. I'd like to say a load of people complained when I didn't upload an episode yesterday, but no one did. Good. I mean, I have uploaded it now. Yeah. You know, I'm not made of time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, what ethnicity is Omar Sharif? <laughs> um, well, hey, Siri. What ethnicity is Omar Sharif? Okay, I found this on the web for what ethnicity is Omar Sharif. He's Egyptian. Check it out. There you go. He's Egyptian. I mean, I wouldn't have guessed. Uh, I suppose on a long enough timeline I would have done. I mean, if they if someone had put like a if someone puts like a would give also give me a chalkboard. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I could see my previous answers. I've had sat down with if again, a little atlas out. And I knew roughly the sort of area. I'd probably looked at it and went, Oh that's uh, Give me two, give me three guesses, and I might have. <laughs> no, Look. Egypt. That's in Africa. I would have not started with Africa with that guy. Mm. I don't know. No, I mean, well, that sort of chunk of the map. But like he, when I think of him, I think of Doctor Shivago. Yeah. Which is like Russian, right? Yeah. And I think of Lawrence of Arabia. I don't ever think of Egypt. 
That's that's why it would be tricky. I think, but I think if I saw it in the map, I'd probably uh, once I got the first two wrong, I'd have probably went. Well, let's 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 throw a dart at this and go for it. Oh, so it's just big. That's what. You're... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a big. It's a big area. Oh. Can I do it by continent and then get closer? <laughs> Lemuria. <laughs> so this is uh, episode one hundred and eight, season three. Episode 14, which I said a minute ago. Did you? Yep. I've already forgotten that. Isn't that great? No. Uh, a special guest, Villainess, Eartha Kitt as Catwoman, guest stars, Dirk Evans, James Griffith. Is one of those the guy we've seen before? Dirk? Hold on. Uh, I... This is from my cut and paste, so I can't tell you who these people are. Uh... I uh, am. Um, ooh, James Griffiths um, is returning because he played Trusty in the oh, Mar no, Park I, I, episode. Was, do you know? So he's the recognizable one. I'm so good that I saw him and yeah. went, "I know you." Yeah, and he is so recognizable <laughs> that I remembered where I saw him from. All right, um, and the other one, Angora, is played by Dirk Evans. Um, Twelve credits. Uh, no. Um, other Batman, just mm-hmm. this one. Um, he was, yeah, he's only got two more credits after this because I think he died. Um, but he was. <laughs> Why are you whispering? Does his wife not know? He, yeah, no. but he played Philip Shields in The Girl Who Knew Too Much, and he did one episode of uh, Emergency as truck driver. The Girl Who Knew Too Much is that an episode of The Prisoner? Probably. <laughs> Um, oh, no, I think he's got the right accent for that. So, uh, Catwoman is attempting to steal the Golden Fleece, which is not what you think. No. It's a dress made of gold. Okay, that maybe is what you think, if you don't know your mythology. Yeah. Belonging to the Belgravian Queen Bess. Terrible yep. name for a queen. Mm-hmm. To keep the caped cr- crusaders out of her hair, she kidnaps Batgirl and threatens her with a black and decked lobotomy. To the, I know, it's like a... Total spinning saw blade to the head. Yeah. That's going to get shit done. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But, I mean, the insane thing is, though, right? Yes, they're going to go to the heads, but also it's on a timer or something because yeah. they've got hours. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's like, just, you know, start it really close, but have the thing, you know, have the plug on the wall with the timer. Yeah. So she hasn't got to go along for four hours into it. No. It just turns on, and then it starts. I think that's worse also, I than think hearing it. That, that's going to be too quick a death as well, once it gets going. I think you want to start it so that it's, can, it's going, and your legs are either side of it until it starts can, cutting you down the middle, because that's going to be a bit more painful. It's still going to be a quick death, but not as quick as just... Getting you in the brain. Start as you mean get to go on in the house of Shat. That's oh, I just really noticed that old woman there did just look like a man in drag, but that's weird. Well, uh, she looks like um, you know the 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 maybe he's a granddad in uh, Christmas Vacation who always has the cigar 
and burns down the Christmas tree. It's also, I want to remind me of you know, Ghostbusters 2 when the dude dresses up on the woman on the bike to steal um, Oscar. Oh, Biscuit from Ali McBeal. Yeah. Yeah. It did look a bit like him. Surely we should reference numbers yeah. nowadays. Look, that's not a mannequin, that's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was credits for other people and I just didn't bother. But um, this guy... Who, can we just say, right? He appears to be a fashion designer. Yes. He is in the. He looks like a Ken doll. But he the is, zips on his shit are five times bigger than they need to be. He is also, um, through reading sort of like synopsis thing, knowing there was a fashion designer in this, mm-hmm. before even seeing them, I had pictured him in my head, and that is who I saw. But <laughs> I he like, looks like, like D. Forrest Kelly. Oh. He doesn't look He's like, got a weird one. He looks like Carl Urban as D. Forrest Kelly. But he is uh, Rudy Gernreich. Gernreich? Gernreich. 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 Oh, let's call him Guy. Let's move on. We'll never say his let's name again. Let's call him Rudy. Um, he is famous for... Um, say famous. For being the costume designer for the movie Skidoo. 2,000 years later. Journey Through the Black Sun. Alien Attack and Cosmic Princess. Uh, I he, have heard of none of those. No, but he was also um, in, credited with the uh, costume and wardrobe department for A Life of Our Own, where he um, he was the main costume dude for Lana Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, Exodus, The Incredible Sex Revolution. Brackets. He designed the topless bathing suit. Which, weirdly enough, I, saw, I was watching a video on YouTube the other day where they were trying to design... It's... A magical mythical morning thing they do this normally food taste and stuff mm-hmm. but they do this thing to can you decide which decade these swimsuits come from and they're all in mannequins and that one actually featured just that was a bit weird that I watched that last week mm-hmm. and then here's the guy um, he and she TV series they did 12 episodes but he also did 24 episodes of um, the costume wardrobe department for Space 1999 okay well that, there you go That's so I heard of I that one yep. but yeah he still dresses like he's a toy. Yeah. His zips are too big. Yeah. But, uh, Here's the thing. <clears throat> I, I find this a problematic start. Yeah. Catwoman starts by getting back at women by messing their hair up. Yeah. And also she says it's permanent and they never come back to it. So these women yeah. are just, what, Fuck scared yeah. to leave the house for the rest of their lives. Pretty much. Shave your head, love. Yeah. Um, also, so Batgirl won the first annual Batty for Best Dressed Female Crime Fighter. And you understand why, right? Because yeah. there isn't a uh, yeah. any other female crime fighter. Who is she up against? <laughs> and it's like Catwoman turns up and is kind of annoyed to the fact that she's winning an award for crime fighting. But you're not a crime fighter. So I'm sure if she'd just been a bit patient, give it five minutes, he'd have probably announced the award for Best Dressed Female um, Villain. And she'd she's have won. Like, she's like, haven't you watched Dark Knight <clears throat> Rises? I was a good guy in that. <laughs> pricks um, and they're like no because that's 50 years away she's like shut up <laughs> so it was lucky though for bad girl that her dad was there to pick up the award for her so i know right Ugh. we'll pass this on to her will you <laughs> no. next thing commissioner gordon's visiting can barbara and he's like why is that on your mantelpiece <laughs> oh <laughs> why when i accidentally press this button does your mantelpiece turn around and there's a uh, there's an award on it oh uh, uh. I, right, Batman, <clears throat> no, Bruce and Dick need to get into the limo to get changed. When Bruce closes these curtains, yeah. he looks 
like he's about to molest this child. Well, that's the thing at all. <laughs> Any anyone, I mean, okay, someone look about to make sure can, no one can see what's going on. But the fact that um, can millionaire Bruce Wayne's just got his ward in the back of the car and then he shut curtains. It's a bit. That's, I mean, I'm amazed yeah. it doesn't rock a little bit while they're getting changed as well, yeah. and then people just gasp. Well, it's not the fact that they go, "Oh well, he's got in there and drawn the curtains." They do then get undressed. Yeah, <laughs> okay to get redressed. Not the point. Is it me, or does this remind you of Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah, there is that. But this is definitely reused, <laughs> wasn't? That's used in the movie as well, or something. I mean, I can't remember mm. the movie. We could do the movie again for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not say we did. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that behind a paywall one day. Ugh. I wanna I was thinking of that. You know, occasionally we worry about older episodes being problematic. Yeah. I part <laughs> of me would like to create a Patreon just to put it all behind a paywall. Yeah. So, that, so at least if we're gonna get in trouble we'll get oh, paid for it. We'll be safe. Well no one's gonna no. pay for a Patreon, no. right? That's how I see it. If you do a five dollar no. Patreon, right? Yeah. Which is actually six dollars in this country, obviously. So it's like uh, four ninety five. Yeah. Um no one will pay that. Which is insane because I now have two Patreons that I pay for. Mm. Blank check. Alright. Because they sit down and do all the Marvel movies as audio commentaries. Alright. And two bonus episodes as well. So they do four episodes a month for five dollars. That's the best. And now, you know, the ticks cancelled. I'm giving him some sort of revenue stream. Yeah. Though it's becoming remarkably popular. And to be quite honest, he might be now making too much money. Oof. Monthly, $18,000. <laughs> okay, he's good. He doesn't deserve that. I mean, if they split it three ways, because obviously Ben does all the work. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Even then, that's... No, six grand a month. Yeah. Even at 50% tax, that's fucking nice. In fact, even at 50% tax, that's more than double I get paid. Um, That's not true. It's more than double I get paid after tax. Yeah. (laughs) Back to this episode. Oh, yeah. Here's a question. Sorry. No, after you. you I was going to say, she said she stole a photo of it this afternoon, and it's a painting. It's just, yeah, it's a a sketch of the the (laughs) dirt. But here's the thing. In the setup for this episode from last week... Mm -hmm. She was stealing police officers' miniskirts. Yes. What, what, what happened to that? <laughs> well, no, wasn't it that every one of them is a level up? So she starts off with... But they just didn't even mention it again. So that's not a, not a thing. Well, I think that's better than, like, fucking Joker talking to his hot dog and yeah. you going, what the fuck <clears throat> is this? And also, like, so far with this crime, all she's done is... Mess up some people's hair and steal a sketch. Oh, here's something as oh. well. Gotham's, Gotham has its own garment centre. Yeah. She, she's in the gar- the abandoned garment centre of Gotham. There was, there was a bit there, though. She's she's telling the henchmen their plan and everything, what's going on. But then she lies back and going, we, we're in the cat seat. No, the cat bird seat. Mm-hmm. What, what? That's not. A, that's not a saying. <laughs> Just because you were saying it right now does not make it, make it mean anything. What? Because yeah, because that's then we're really in the cat bird seat. What? No, I don't know what that means. It really upset me. <laughs> the part I'm just like, I rewound it much like three times, just going. <laughs> I don't know 
what that's a reference to or what that means. Mm-hmm. Probably something in the 60s. I mean, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Otherwise, just a series of words and something to say. All sorts of things. Well, she's, she's trying to start an international incident here as well for a dress. Because <laughs> the people of Belgravia are going to give a shit that this woman didn't come back without a dress. I don't have time to go back over every episode, right? Yeah. But part of me really wants to go back and take note of every time that, not the shot of the Batmobile, yeah. but that corner of right. uh, is used. Because I remember it from False Face, because that's where the cars change. Yeah. Here's the thing as well. That woman, see, that has got the weird sort of burka thing on. Yep. He is introducing his fashion works, mm-hmm. right? And he just goes... Oh, and now, can, with my fashions and the way society is, people will be wearing less than ever before. But then it cuts to that woman on the on the runway, mm-hmm. who is possibly wearing more than we have seen anyone wear. Yes, in a Batman episode so far. But that's not that's not only it, because then the woman behind her in the pink and red, she's yeah. also wearing a shit ton. Yeah, and the woman behind her, and in a minute, right, yeah. they go into the dressing room. And they're all so well-dressed, yeah. or overly-dressed. Yeah. And also, it's not a bad look. No. I mean, I don't want to say maybe the burka. That sounds like something I'm... It, maybe not for this time of year, though, because, see, we've seen outside, I, yeah. and it's again, it's very sunny-looking. It's nice. Um, and see, the one before with the weird hat on, kind of schoolgirly mm. kind of looking, was a bit more kind of summery, whatever. Yeah. Even though it was black, it was still summery. But that was definitely more of a winter look. Yeah. This is uh, this is one thing we should probably say. This episode moves at a fair clip, doesn't it? I yeah. mean, it doesn't. This really feels like it probably was written as a 45-minute episode. Yeah. And they went, what can we cut out of here to make it, like, <laughs> go quicker? Because it just cuts, cuts, cuts. No. But, um... Oh, and here's something insane. Yeah. Catwoman runs into the ladies' changing room, where all the incredibly overdressed women are. Yeah. She says something to the effect of, you know... They'll never come in here. Something quite complicated. Robin yeah. then says the exact same thing. Ha ha, funny. Yeah. Robin then says, if we go in there with our eyes closed, we won't be able to see it all. And Batman looks at him like, no shit, Sherlock, and <laughs> says, very astute, Robin, in the cuntiest <laughs> way I've ever heard someone talk. Oh. Or well-observed, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Also, can Batgirl not handle herself? Because they go, she's been in there almost a minute. Yeah. <laughs> can probably, they're probably sitting there discussing their hair. Some of their bat fights last like like five minutes. But, also, what is with Batman? Like, he's got a creepy, he's got a sli- He's got two of his fingers. Like, he can see. Yeah, he's he's a bit more worldly. He can have a quick peek. He doesn't, the, though. The boy is following the rules well. So... <laughs> Also, the woman who read a pink behind him by the chair is yeah. my favourite actor of all time. <laughs> There's the thing, before this as well, they go, oh, can, yeah, she might have been killed. I think or, it's a woman, by the way. worse. With the mannequin oh. covered in roses. Yeah. No. Anyway, yes. Yeah, I think it's a woman. I'll just keep feeling it a bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, she might have been killed or worse. Yes. What? What? Her hair was messed up? She broke a nail? What? <laughs> <laughs> what sort of sexist crap are you going to come out with? Oh. We haven't even got to the sexist episode yet, right? The one they always talk about where the women take over Gotham. 
Oh, is that when's that? Yeah, it's soon. It's good. There's only well, it must be because we've only got like uh, ten left or so. I was going to say there's there's thirty episodes in this season, yeah. and by the time we finish recording today, we're at what sixteen mm. or whatever. Because obviously it's Egghead next. <clears throat> yep. In the bag. Done. Um, which it does unintentionally mean that this is another triple bill of sorts, right? Well, yeah, because it's Catwoman. This we did Egghead. Yeah. More Catwoman with Joker. More Catwoman. Yeah. I haven't seen yet, but no, I haven't watched that either. But, uh, <sighs> was it? I, I for years I did always think that Eartha Kitt was the best Catwoman, and having rewatched these, I now know I'm wrong. Yeah, but she's still pretty good, though. It's just you know, it's amazing you can't compare with Julie Newmar, and yeah. what I mean by that is she wasn't really a star, Julie no, Newmar. No. It does beg the question, how did she make her money? Because she's apparently loaded. Because she's, that's the other thing. She's still alive. Yeah. And, I mean, considering she's like 90, looks amazing in her IMDb picture. (laughs) Though her hands are very well placed around crinkly areas. Uh, You not seeing it? No. I don't know how to quite observe. Her head is looking straight up. And both hands are over her neck. All right. Sort of hiding, you know, while posing. But you go, I mean, yeah, well played. (laughs) Um, She'd give uh, Helen Mirren a run for her money. I'd like to see them fight in something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) Let's see them have a proper scrap. I I think they'd have to use... Some sort of charity UFC thing or something. Yeah, but I feel like they have to use drones or something. <laughs> oh, let's just see <laughs> them bots. fight. Let, yeah, let's see them fight in robot wars. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I feel like if they just hit each other, like the fist would break and then whatever they hit would break too <laughs> and they'd just crumple. And I, it's like, I can't see that. skin would just tear. And, oh. Yeah, that's hideous. Yeah. That's what happens when you get old. Well, yeah, no, I saw that picture of Kathy Griffin the other day. It's. Um, I sent it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like, oh, it's carrot top. She, oh. No, she looks like uh, that woman from Brazil. The Terry Gilliam movie where they stretch um, the skin. Yeah. Ugh. If you don't get that reference, how about Star Trek Insurrection? <laughs> oh, yeah. That as well. I saw that in the cinema. Ugh. Because that film that came out have... probably 1997. Yeah. It's one of the worst films to come out in 1997 when you consider how good that year was. I mean, not good, but... Ugh. You know, as good as it gets. And Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. So only films were good in the title in 97. And good Star Trek Insurrection. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Which was a lie, because it's two out of five at best. Ugh. Um... Yeah, so Do you like how those edits worked back there, by the way? They tie Batgirl to the the thing to give her a lobotomy, right? Yeah. And then they go over to the control panel, but then it cuts to Alfred at the control panel, and for a split second my brain went, all along, Alfred is the evil <laughs> genius behind it all. Well, <laughs> the man behind the curtain. Also, well, I won't... I won't talk about it now, but there is a thing in the next episode, with the episode, well, the next Catwoman episode, which is the Joker episode as well, where we then get an answer to how all these bad guys are getting out and keeping them in work. And it, but, you know. It's, I've said this before, there's more than one episode where that happens, yeah. right? 
Ugh. But yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um. Um. Because the thing is, I can't remember what episode. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. Can't stop it, Gareth. But um. Yeah. How you know? What if he's like a Blofeld, Alfred, all along? You know, mm. like a I am the architect of all your pain, well, Mister Wayne. Well, that's, that's the thing. Just <laughs> I now. turned you into a I mean, bat. He's Bruce Wayne, Batman's confidant. Mm-hmm. He's also Batgirls. Yeah. So why isn't he playing? So he must be playing the other side of it as well. And he's got all the bad guys. He's their little kind informant. No, I don't want him to be assistant. an informant. I want him to be literally like the Wizard of Oz, controlling all of the criminals. No. You know, it's like Tusk, right? I've only seen it once. But he turns that guy into a walrus, right? Yeah. Alfred turned this man into a bat. Because <laughs> oh. you know that he was disguised in one of his many disguises when he killed Martha and Thomas Wayne. He is Joe Chill. He is Joe Chill. <laughs> oh. It's like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> You're like, could that work? Why couldn't it? He's older than him. No. He's young enough that he could kill two people in an alley. He could. <laughs> With the help of O'Hara. So then he's got a mole oh, in the Gotham as well. Yeah. In the PD, I should say. Never trust an Irishman. No, but he's a fake Irishman. <laughs> that's what I always say. Never trust a fake Irishman. It's the purple. worst time. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think there's a purple spotlight that on it. Phone is the worst cat phone I've ever seen. Well, I thought it was a rabbit, which did uh, beg the question. Oh, there you go. It's a terrible, terrible prototype for the Garfield I mean, phone. Someone just drew a nose on it in Biro, but not a cat nose. Oh, you, need, you need whiskers. Oh, hold on a second. There we go. It's, why does it seem to have some sort of mouth and teeth? But, like, not like cat teeth. Yeah, no, it's a little... It's it's like people moan like fuck about Sonic and his human teeth now. They did it first with that phone. <laughs> Sonic and his human teeth. They did they moan like hell because he's got like human teeth. I thought they were just moaning because his hands were white and they weren't gloves. Oh, I never even noticed that. Shit. Oh. He's got gloves now. They've already redone a poster. Uh. <laughs> but you know what they say? If you... Uh, if you play to the fans when they're all assholes, you get a bunch of assholes. Does he? Has he still? Has he got his magic trainers, or is he just fast? I don't fucking know. Because there was the whole thing with the trainers. They were well, according to the cartoons, they were like, they were what made him fast. And whenever he took those off, he was like a slow hedgehog. I'm not Mister New Balance. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he didn't I seem don't... to have him in the trailer. They can't rewrite the whole film. They can well, just redo well, the... I'm not going to watch it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Of course you are. You're going to watch Detective Pikachu. I, oh, I saw that already. That's fine. That's oh, yeah, you, you said but, that. Um, no, but I never gave a shit about Sonic. So. You've seen a film in the cinema I haven't seen now, I think, Red. This is right. upsetting. That's very good. Yeah, but I don't get Pokemon, so I don't, don't feel like... Wasn't, I heard Kermode's thing. He didn't get it either, but he enjoyed it. No, no, I know, but at the same point... I know it's going to be filled with Easter eggs and references that I'm going to. It's going to drive me mad. I think he can survive that. Yeah, no, but I think it's not. Well, it's not even like Easter eggs as such. It's just just seeing them on screen as well. I mean, there's a few of them I didn't recognise. But mm-hmm. just seeing them on there and just seeing how it's got a proper functioning world that you don't really have to know everything about. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just good. Sorry, back to the episode. Yeah. Um, Batman's war policy. 
It's a little cunty, isn't it? What was that? No. I don't know if it's on... It, Robin goes, you know, if America started a war with Belgravia, we'd win in minutes. And then Batman goes, yes. And then we'd have to support them for years. Oh, right, yeah. So, oh. what? Not if, we, not if we killed them all. Oh. So, what sort of fucking madness is this? Um, we've got uh, Queen Bess, played by Karen Erickson. Um, brackets, Huston. Um, 20 credits, nothing really worth mentioning. Mm. One of our attendants, Gerald Peters, um, 21 credits, including a Columbo episode, Dagger of the Mind. Mm-hmm. He was Inspector Smythe. I like Dagger of the Mind. Who else is in... Is that? No, it's, that's any Portal of the Storm. Dagger of the Mind is... Dagger of the Mind. Is that the one with... her from Hitchcock? Who, did, did you write down? No. Uh, but here's the thing. Now, this guy, I looked at, he's, he's only got like 21 credits. Not sort of much on TV. But for some reason, before any of his TV credits, he was on the Johnny Carson show as a guest three times. But I couldn't see anything on his IMDb as to what he'd done and why he was going to be a guest on fucking The Tonight Show. Yeah. Which is a bit strange. And the other attendant was Cosmo Sardo. 485 credits. But they all seem to be sort of background things like in Party Guest or in Waiter. and It's all background stuff. But 485 credits. Mm-hmm. That's, he's a workhorse. Yes, he is. I think they're both still alive. So but you have to... I always worry about the people with 300 credits, but they one of them will include like 100 episodes of a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? People oh, like Tara Strong or... Yeah. Um, Frank Welker. Yeah. You know, like the voice people. Yeah, but see, I was going through this. I mean, okay, it was, there was nothing really sort of stood out, but I was going through this and it was mm-hmm. pages of it. I was like, holy shit, you just can Yeah, but I'm sure by now Bruce stuff. Willis has got that. You know, he'll do anything. Uh, uh, yeah, Dagger of the Mind, by the way, the Columbo. Yeah. I knew I knew it. It's the one where he get, where Columbo goes to uh, London and he catches uh, Honor Blackman. All right. Well, um, which is great because they do shoot on, uh, on set in, on on the. Uh, they shoot in London, yeah, like little bits. Him and his Mac looking at the bridge from a boat and shit like that. Um, but mostly, it's shot in California or wherever they normally shoot. It basically right. looks like Batman. All right, yeah. So you know when they're in London and you go, yeah, it doesn't look like oh, London. Spoilers for the next Catwoman episode. Um, that episode of Columbo comes up again, but we'll get. There. Can't remember, no. but yes, yeah, because uh, Doctor Bombay's in that as well, isn't he? Dr. Bombay from uh, Bewitched is oh. in that Dagger in the Mind episode. can't remember. Oh, you got to love Dr. Bombay. Why well, you say that? But I don't remember people. Uh, <laughs> it is a very, very familiar look. Um, here's the thing. Just before that scene, like where they do the big sort of climactic fight yeah, yeah. thing. Did, did, did you notice in your version... Sorry, O'Hara is very abrupt here. Uh, yeah. So you're standing with mates, it's, it's fine. Anyway, Carol. Yeah, when Catwoman's talking, mm-hmm. did your sound go, like, for her talking, it's almost as if her microphone all of a sudden is just wrapped in cotton wool and you can't hear a word you're saying. Because on my Blu-ray version, mm-hmm. there is just a scene there where she is talking, but it is so mumbled. And I thought, I thought my speaker or something was going wrong. Yeah. And I went back. And it seems to be on the sort of, in the proper recording. I don't know. I mean, we can pop back. Let's have a little peek. Hold on. Say when, and um, I'll, we'll cut back first. It must be. It must be after the disguise scene, 
with them. Um, is, is it before with the fight? Alfred? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it must be around about here. Okay. Okay. So there's Alfred. Here's the thing: in a universe where people don't recognize um, S- Superman when he puts on a pair of glasses, yep. Alfred really has gone above and beyond the Call of Duty here in this disguise. Except yes. the run at the end does give away that it's him. He might have shit himself. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it's it's just after she takes the the fan away. There's sort of well, scenes of her standing up. Geniusly, and, we can't hear this, even though it's being oh. recorded. So I don't know what's happening. Uh, well, let's skip it. It doesn't really matter. Anyway. But for some reason, it's the sound in it, you can still hear what she's saying, but just her... Is completely muffled. And tell me, where is the much admired Batman and his youthful companion? I'm afraid Batman may be a few minutes late, Your Highness. Well, it's too bad. Because if they had been here, they might be able to save your worthless hide. I beg your pardon? Saints preservers! It's Catwoman! In the adorable fur. Now that Batman and Robin are not here to fight your battles for you, let me see how really brave these timorous paddies are. Get them! Oh, look, they've all been frozen in time, especially O'Hara. <laughs> is, oh, I was going to say, that is a waxwork of Robin, but he did just move his head, so... Um, the, yeah, because this was this last bit's cobbled together because of the whole egghead... Yeah, well, they took a three-parter. Yeah. And um, if you haven't guessed by now... We watched them in order, yeah. and then um, I went, oh, yeah, it sort of makes more sense in order, frankly, when yeah. you cut the bookends out. Um, but why did they want to split them up? Well, they're like, yeah, we'll change the rules so we should keep the rules changed. I don't really uh, understand no, it's, it. it was, it's never, there's never been any proper explanation as like, to why. There's a next episode, there's a talk, there's talk that they actually ended it by putting them in a death machine, gave it a cliffhanger ending and everything. Yeah. And then when we don't do this anymore, and they cut it out, you're uh, like, "What the fuck?" Doesn't <laughs> make sense. Ugh. So there you go. So that's our first Eartha Kit yep. Catwoman episode. Um, so what do you reckon out of ten? I mean, it's fine. I'd say it would a six point five in the fact that it goes out a hell of a clip. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's. Barely a storyline, but because there's sort of shit going on, you kind of barely notice that, and then suddenly it's done. Yeah. So, at this point, I'm, I'm marking six point five just because I'm kind of glad that it's finished. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I gave it seven for the same reason. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I have, but I don't tend to give halves. No. Because six point five feels good to me. Yeah. I've said this to you before, right? All my favorite albums that I go back to that aren't top 10 albums yeah. right? that people have forgotten about all get about 65 out of 100 generally yeah. speaking you know no. McCluskey do Dallas it's one of my favourite albums of all time people are like never heard of them <laughs> and you go you're missing out um, and if you ever come across the vinyl buy it for me and I don't mean you know if you see it at a normal price but I've looked at it on Discogs yeah and I've never seen a copy for under like 200 quid because it's one of those albums that no one cared about. So no one made many copies of Yeah, yeah. They're the secret ones, right? I remember at work once someone was like, can you sell this copy of like the Beatles first album? Scratch the fuck. No, yeah. why not? 
I'll tell you what, I'll give you a pound fifty for it. But it's the first down by the Beatles, it's worth millions. Of course it ain't. It's worth nothing. Because yeah. everyone owns it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's why um all those copies of A Night of the Opera yeah. that was released last year are going down in price so much, right? Vinyl you know Vinyl Me Please, the subscription service you can get? Yeah. Right. You give them three hundred dollars a year. Yeah. And I didn't know the postage was free, so it's actually sort of a bargain. I mean, it's not, but three hundred dollars a year goes to just over thirty quid, right? But it's yeah. twenty quid postage. So I mean they obviously have crates in this country or something. I d I don't know how any not yeah. a point. They made a limited edition version of Night of the Opera on purple vinyl. Right. At one point, they were going for 150 quid on eBay. How much are they now? 40 quid. Because now, yeah. you know, everyone's got one. Yeah. Everyone who wants one's got one, so it's not worth anything. Yeah. If everyone's got a Mona Lisa, no one cares. No one gives a fuck about the Mona <sighs> And also, it goes the other way. If you've got one thing and you think it's, like, priceless... It's not priceless. It's no one's willing to buy it. Yeah. I've become very humble <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> where you go, this thing's like worth a billion pounds. Yeah, I'll take four quid for it. It's fine. Yeah. Anyway, next week, Egghead. Yes. Uh, week after, the which York. we're now recording, so, to, so we confuse ourselves, is another Catwoman. And the Joker. Thrown in for... For whatever reason. Yeah, because... He does fuck all. Fuck it. Uh, I mean, I say that. He he does actually almost kill them, I suppose. Yeah. I'll, uh, no, okay, I'll save it for this <laughs> right, one. Yeah, I was gonna, well, that's what I keep doing. Yeah. Well, let's cheese it. Yes. Uh, cheese, cheese it. it. Uh, um, yeah, but, <laughs> oh, no, I was going to try and talk while I stopped the recording, and there's no way I can possibly do it because I can't see. No. Oh, hold on. I'll go back to the remote. That's ruined everything. Oh. Everything's ruined. <laughs> I need to stop talking. Oh. I don't know if you listen to the end of podcasts now, but I tend to fade them out as we try to find right. stop buttons and stuff. <laughs>